Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm privileged to welcome a very, very senior coach and consultant from the UK, Mr. Julian Roberts. Julian, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Good to see you, Ash. Really thank welcome you. to be here. Thank you. Uh, Julian is the founder of Julian Roberts Consulting, and he's a host of two podcasts, and we'll talk a little bit afterwards during the program. So Julian, let's start about coaching. What made you become a coach? What made me become a coach? Uh, it's interesting, isn't it? There's always a, a journey, and there's always a story uh, behind it. Um, I guess I started my career 20 odd years ago, um, uh, I think with the ambition, I did a university degree in pathology, wanted to be a forensic scientist. And then I got sort of not interested in science anymore and went the whole sort of looking into sales and marketing, started to work for organizations mm -hmm. and Heinz, Yoplait, General Mills, and became uh, a, a senior leader uh, in sort of managing and leading teams. And I enjoyed that, enjoyed the business and I, and I thrived in that. Um, and it's interesting, I think five years ago, I don't know if it's one of those moments in life where you sort of take stock of life and whether the challenges of your job mean think is, is there more to it than just this? Um, and I started to reflect on my 20 years and I realized actually as much as I hit my my KPIs and I got excited of growing my market share as a business and hitting the EBITDA and everything else. What really got me excited is when I saw an individual who used to work for me sort of fly in terms of their own developments, their own sort of goals and seeing them achieve something. I mean, being part of that by getting alongside them because uh, I had quite a coaching style mm -hmm. and that's what really got me excited. And I started to think, okay, that, that's what I like. And I started to, explore that and it's interesting i know people talk about purpose and why uh, and it's probably not until five years ago i realized what my purpose was really and it was about unlocking uh, leadership potential that that's what i what resonates for me and so i i left the corporate world and decided to pursue a, a coaching uh, sort of qualifications and started to get involved in, in coaching within organizations individuals and teams uh, and you know I do psychometric testing everything else and yeah. so that's what I, I that's, that's 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 the sort of short journey of of, of story of, of why I got became a coach and, and why I love it it's, it's my purpose now which I've discovered yeah thank you so you know uh, I've often been asked this question about uh, you know why has coaching become relevant now because I remember when I was growing up and I'm much older than you uh, you know mentoring or coaching they were not separate words then was either done by an older family member or a senior colleague who took a liking to you what has changed that has make made coaching so important that people are willing to pay for it i think i mean obviously just there's obviously coaching and mentoring and that they're very different mm -hmm. um uh, sort of skills and mentoring that you know you've got experience and you become more of a sounding board, you might give advice and it's quite more sort of specific and built on through a relationship and over a long period of time. Mm -hmm. and, and I always encourage people to get mentors within their organization. It's really helpful. Uh, somebody who's outside of your, uh, your sort of office type of thing and your sort of skill sets and gives you a bigger picture. So coaching uh, obviously is, is more of a, you know, a, I can coach anybody. I don't have 
have to know about the background or the skill because I'm it's I'm, I'm using I'm facilitating something within mm-hmm. that individual. I think the reason it's got really popular is I think people realised actually um, not only is development become quite high in the agenda in terms of helping people to grow, mm-hmm. uh, they've realised actually they need somebody to help them with that. And you know, as much as I'm up for people doing you know degrees or training courses uh, or reading or listening to podcasts, there's many ways we can learn and grow. Mm-hmm. Coaching has become way because there's there's somebody who will create an accountability with you somebody will not only support you challenge you but give an accountability and i think that really helps and that's why people really like coaches and um i often find you know i can ask those questions that nobody else because i've got no agenda of in that individual all i want to do is get the best out of them so i might come in with some challenging questions um there's no judgment there. Uh, and then when we meet next time, we might have some accountability. And I think that accountability becomes really quite strong mm. and makes them think, okay, I've got to make a change here. But also I think, and this is where I think people forget some of the stuff I get involved with is changing people's mindsets. And that's some of the skills that you sort of can't always do it on your own. And you need somebody to sort of help you reframe things, help you to sort of change your perspective on things. Uh, and that's what becomes powerful when you get a mindset change on something suddenly they just take take flights and sort of really go off and unlock their own potential so you mentioned that you know you uh, focused on unlocking leadership potential um, and you have run large businesses as a leader yourself and now you're a coach what would you say are some of the key differences between coaching a senior leader and an emerging leader that's a very good question actually um and, and in principle there's probably no difference um because i i approach everybody as an individual uh, and we focus on you know their specific goals uh so it would the, the difference would be more about their focus uh, and where they're at you know a senior leader might be more about you know, just changing some mindsets. It might be some sort of refining some stuff. You know, emerging leaders might have some other things to sort of mm-hmm. develop. So, my approach would be no different, but it's 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 different for everybody. If you know what I mean. So, mm-hmm. I'll take the leader. You know, I'm I'm coaching somebody later on today who's an emerging leader, and you know, I, I approach it as the as an individual. We've we've worked through the the sort of the goals and outcomes you want to achieve, and so I. And that's how I approach it. I'm trying to help them achieve what they want to achieve and more. And I do that through <clears throat> giving them real clarity on that. Because often people come to me with an idea what they want, but actually I can help them get more clarity as that's through the process. Uh, and then the other thing is I give them increased self-awareness by the sort of reflecting and sort of feeding back. Uh, and then finally, the thing that really helps with leaders is, is then smashing down those limiting beliefs because people have all these big dreams and ideas, but they have that sense of, well, I don't believe I can do it. And, and if you don't believe you can do anything, you know, if you don't believe you can get to the top of a mountain or, or a hill, mm-hmm. you won't make any attempts to even get there or try. And so once you break down those limiting beliefs, then people then start to then take some action and start to execute. Mm-hmm. So long answer i don't think for me is any difference in my approach it's different for each individual interesting and would you be able to share an example without giving names of how you saw an individual transitioning 
Yeah, I mean, there's a number of outcomes I, I work with with people. Obviously, they're all unique. Um, I'm trying to think one. I had somebody who was just been promoted into uh, the boardroom, mm-hmm. um, and she she was a lady, and she was surrounded by alpha males, mm-hmm. uh, very strong, and and her her outcome was she wanted to have more confidence within the boardroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, she felt she wanted to come across, you know, with impacts and authority. And so that was what we worked on. And, and we took her through a process of uh, realizing and doing that. And, and what we did with that really actually, and it's often where I get people to get to is get to understand her purpose and her mission. And so we did a, a few sessions understanding what, what was her purpose. And so she realized what that was. Uh, and it was about helping people in various scenarios uh, and that related to what the work she was doing. And, and so when we got to the situation when she's challenging people within a context of boardroom, I said to her, you know, instead of thinking about, oh, I'm challenging this person or I need to make a, make a step up here and jump in. If you think about you want to help that person, ultimately that will help achieve your, your purpose or I want to help these individuals, you know, achieve this the, and that reframe started to create this confidence and then she started to build and develop and then became uh, more uh, impactful and confidence in her ability in the boardroom without being aggressive or overtly sort of trying to be more manly as opposed to being sort of feminine it was it, it rooted in her purpose and I think often if we find our purpose and that's where our energy and that's where our inspiration comes from we can almost conquer an awful lot of things as we go forward. Fascinating. Fascinating. So uh, my next question to you, uh, Julian, is who should look for a coach? You know, normally uh, it's, the, it's a company with a sponsor, but I find there are a lot of individuals who are becoming self-sponsors. So I'd like yeah. to understand from you, who should really look for a coach? I mean, I'm a believer of we all need a coach at some part of our lives. You know, a coach is not there for all you know, in terms of uh, it's a short-term intervention. You know, you've got some things to achieve and you need somebody to help you and support you. Uh, and I think we've got to get into that mindset that actually we need others around us. Uh, and that's, I think, a good place to be rather than we just do it all by ourselves. I have a coach myself, uh, so I do practice what I preach. Um, so I would say anybody who's in a situation where they've got to some, achieve some big goals mm. and, and and somebody who could help them you know, expand upon those goals and, those, and give clarity to that would need a coach. And yes, there's more and more people. It's not just in organizations who are, who are paying for coaching. Mm-hmm. People are, are just doing it themselves, um, you know, going off and saying, I want a career change. And therefore they go, they're, they're trying to hire a career coach for mm-hmm. three or four sessions. And, that, and that's really helpful. I've got lots of uh, colleagues and friends who are career coaches and mm-hmm. they really help people with that. You know, I've got people with uh, who are, who help people do dating coaching and can help people get into the whole sort of become dating. And so I think it can be used in any context. Um, all I would say, you know, is find somebody who is, is credible, you know, talk to somebody who has got, uh, you can talk about references, you know, mm. you can sort of testimonials, um, preferably somebody who's got some form of training experience behind them. Um, and that really will give you confidence of what they can do. And, and and then have a conversation with them and say can you know you know I always have these conversations discovery sessions with people to 
check that I could work with them and they could work with me. And that's really important because it's, it's a people thing because people start to share things. So, yeah. Fascinating. And uh, my next question is that, you know, how long should an association be? I mean, it varies from one session to years. What are your thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> For me, it, it, it's a short-term intervention. Um, when I work with teams, teams are a, bit, a little bit different. I tend to work over like a nine, 12-month period because mm -hmm. um, it, it's, it's a sort of it's almost a slower process because you've got more people in, in a team context of coaching. Mm -hmm. uh, but usually with individuals, it's uh, you know a six to nine-month in engagements, and then at the end of that, it's you know. It, they're not you're not there to be dependent upon you you know the whole thing about coaching is empowering individuals to go off and achieve that's the principle of it you're not there to be a therapist you're not there to be a mentor so mentoring is very different mentoring is long term uh, it's a very different process um so it's short term less than a year well i would say okay and a question that is often asked is you know that how does a coachee uh, evaluate her or his coach. I mean, how do, how does a coach determine that I have a good coach? Yeah, that's it's always a, it's a tricky one, isn't it? I, I recently got asked about I was I was engaging with a company and we do a three way, so with the, the coachy, the line manager, and myself. And you know, almost the what's the what we're going to get the what's the results that mm -hmm. we're, we're investing in this coaching and what are the results? Mm -hmm. And it, it, and it's interesting that your line manager who's very kpi driven was said do you know what it's not about that uh, yes the, i will see differences i'll notice differences it's about that fact we're investing in you mm -hmm. and by you being fully committed to coaching you will grow and develop so but from a coach's perspective i think is your outcomes you know the lady who had talked about confidence her confidence you know, at the end of it i said you know scale of one to ten where were you in confidence she might have said two or three where are you now i'm eight or nine that's changed. That's it. So I try to do some relevant metrics from the coach's perspective of, okay. of what have happened. You know, you know, one guy wanted real clarity on his uh, business for the next five years. Mm. Uh, sorry, next three years. Mm. At the end of the thing, he had clarity on the next five years. He had more than he realized. So, so there's some tangible things like that. So okay. I think it's important to make sure you you, you review the outcomes mm. and see are you delivering on those, and that's the the sort of sense of other coaches being wow. impactful. Uh, and my last question on coaching before I move to another segment. Uh, the millennials and the Gen Zs are now making their presence felt in the corporate world. What is your experience of working with them as coaches? Yeah, I think they probably get it more because th th they're used to this mindset of reaching out to other people get involved learning uh, they're far more aware of the purpose than perhaps you and i were sort of 20 30 years ago mm -hmm. uh, i'm assuming you know, yourself but you know so i think there are more they get it and understand it um they've got a, a real hunger and thirst for uh developing themselves it's a thing you know, my daughter, I've got an da oldest daughter who's 23, has this mindset of, you know, growing. They talk about growing individually. And mm. this year I've grown in this area. So they've already got that learning and development mindsets. So in some sense, they grab hold of it far more than perhaps your, our age did, my age, your age. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. 
Thank you. So, Julian, let's talk a little bit about your podcasts. Now. I understand you have two podcasts. Yes. Tell me about so, those, and then I'll ask you a question on what goes into making a good podcast. <laughs> yes, I will. I might ask you that one. Um, uh, yes, I, I have a, a coaching conversations podcast I do with a colleague of mine. We, we interview coaches, and we started last uh, January, and the premise of it was all about we wanted to raise the standard of, of what coaching was about. And it's, and it's, you know, cause everybody seems to call themselves coaching nowadays. If you go on LinkedIn mm-hmm. uh, and there's people out there who've got qualifications, experience, and a lot of robustness about it. So we interview sort of qualified coaches mm-hmm. and we've done over 50 odd episodes. Uh, and it's been a great journey uh, meeting lots of coaches uh, and learning from them. And then last year I, I came out of the pandemic, really, I, I was, having these conversations with uh, organizations and I kept using this phrase about helping organizations thrive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought, okay. And, and it goes back to coaching a little bit. I thought, okay, I need other people to perhaps help me in this. I'm going to create a platform. And I thought, okay, I'll launch a podcast and sort of interview, you know, CEOs, HR professionals, coaches, consultants, and, and it's called helping organizations thrive. And it's all about, you know, resilience. It's about, bring in you know how to you know help you be mentally strong as a leader how to bring mindfulness into the work whatever it may be the topic or the expert and and it's been brilliant and I, i've over whatever 70 odd episodes and i interview people all around the world people contacting me and it's it's brilliant i love it in getting to know people all these experts i talk to I have this privilege of one-on-one with people I learn loads every time and uh, meet lots of new people and uh, it's uh, been a great platform as you, as you experience yourself. Mm-hmm. I agree, I agree. So uh, let me move now to uh, a few questions for you personally. All my viewers and listeners love to get to know my guest a little more. So I have four or five questions for you personally. Okay. My first question is that uh, you know, you were in the corporate world and now as a coach, what would you say are three key milestones or pivot points in your life or your career? Um, <clears throat> I guess coming out of university, that was quite a, a key thing, what I was going to do, <clears throat> going to do next. Um, and again, it was that, whether it was going to be science, laboratory stuff or worlds of sales and marketing. So that, that was quite important for me. Um, <clears throat> and I guess... For me, it was um, five years ago. That's when I realized this sense of purpose or sort of great form about that, um, which then made me, and it doesn't mean you have to leave corporate world because you've got a purpose or you realize your purpose. It's not about that. It's just that it felt for me that that was the next. And it's interesting because I think for a long time, I've always felt that I wanted probably to work for myself. So it's been a thing that was gnawing away and it just that got got clarity with that purpose, which then made me think, right, let's do that. That's when I was about 45, 46. Okay. Uh, my next question to you is that, you know, uh, good corporate career, successful coach. What are some of the core values you believe in? Um, my, my core values <clears throat> really are all about being, uh, and it sounds really try, uh, sort of trite, it's authentic, uh, being yourself. Uh, bringing your whole self uh, mm. into a situation uh, and that's personally professionally um, <clears throat> I really believe in in real sort of integrity you know in, in whatever we say or do it matches uh, to our actions um, and then just being incredibly honest and transparent and, you, know, you know I'm brutally honest with 
my coaches, uh, people I've taught with, you know, I don't, I don't create sort of sensation about coaching. I don't talk about people crossing coal, hot coals or anything like that sort of stuff. It's not, I don't sensationalize it. I just give real clarity about that. That's, that's my values. Fascinating. Uh, time for three more questions. So my next question is that from where you are today, as you look back, what does success mean to you? I think success for me means knowing yourself. It goes back to laboring the point of purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about you know becoming a senior leader, earning the in money or or even my business. Now it, it's knowing who I am, mm-hmm. uh, and that my knowing who I am means I'm better, not just in a professional sense. I'm also better in my personal sort of um, business and sort of life, private life as mm-hmm. well. Okay. And a follow-on question from success is who or what inspires you? Who or what inspires you? Um, that's an interesting question. Yes. I get, I get inspired by normal individuals doing extraordinary things. Um, you know, and that can be the coaches, coaches I, I, I deal with ordinary people but do do extraordinary things of getting outside their comfort zone with things or it could be somebody's you know have some sort of story of, of resilience and and that's whether people i know or people i've read about that that's what i like it's that the ordinary doing the extraordinary fascinating and my last question to you and this is for the thousand young people who will listen to our conversation what would your advice be as a former corporate leader and as a coach to young individuals who are starting off on their journey in the corporate world? Yeah, I, I, would, I would spend some time, you know, to really get to know your, your why in life. That, that, and it's interesting because I'm, I'm, I'm doing a, a, a talk at University of Coventry in, in soon. And I'm talking about purpose. I'm talking about getting to know your why. And I, you know, and I talk to my own children who are around that age mm-hmm. and get to know who you are, what you are, and what's your why, what's your, what's your deepest mm-hmm. purpose. Uh, and once you know that, then fulfillment will come and you'll get into a job, career, whatever, family life, lifestyle will come from that. So that, that was always been my advice. That's, that's what I would love to have known more 20 years ago, 20, 30 years ago. Fascinating. Julian, thank you very much. It's been such a privilege having spoken to you. Thank you for taking me down this incredible knowledge journey of coaching. Um, you know, and uh, it's amazing the amount of things that you're doing for so many people. And of course, good luck for your podcasts. Thank you again. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Ash. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.